You are listening to the Real Estate Podcast.ca. Brought to you by JNC Toronto Real Estate Group. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the real estate podcast.ca, your source for everything real estate related from the rookie real estate agent to the seasoned home buyer and seller to the renter to the renovator, the layman to the landlord, the curious and the just downright confused. We got you covered when it comes to real estate. <laughs> I like this new little part that Thank you made. That's really cute. Thanks. I'm going to do How'd a new one. I just wrote it this morning. <laughs> it's funny. As you were doing it, I'm like, have you been saying this every single time? And I'm listening to you so oh, little that I haven't noticed. <laughs> got to mix it up, right? Definitely got to mix it up. Um, if you don't know us yet, we're John, Cheryl, and Nicole of the JNC Toronto Real Estate Group. And boy, are we happy to be here. <laughs> so Cheryl, yeah, exactly. How was your Christmas, Cheryl? Well, the weather outside is frightful. You went caroling? <laughs> or karaokeing. Uh, actually, I should know this. I, I'm not asking for myself. I spent every little moment of Christmas it with Cheryl. Wonderful. It was lovely, wasn't it? It was yeah. wonderful. We didn't do anything. I was thinking of you, John. My niece got a karaoke microphone oh. where when you sing into it, just the microphone itself. Forget karaoke. Just Does for talking. Yeah, yeah, you can Martella. remix. You could do remix. We and then one. like it, like it's so loud. Remind I was so us into it. to show you that Rebecca sent us a video of Marcella. Marcella got one too. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, what is this? I, I want it. <laughs> I thought of you. Must have it. So we're going to do karaoke here in the shed for... One day. Uh, one day. Yeah. Um, Nicole, how was your Christmas? It was fabulous. Thank you for asking. Sure. Was it? No, how were your holidays? Holidays were amazing. Okay, good. And is that having, all you're going to share? She's having <laughs> a toddler is both wonderful and... Yeah, she's got a little one who is the slowest unwrapper. By the way, stop making noise there. <laughs> Sorry, I was unwrapping. Yeah, I know. We can hear it. <laughs> um, I spent lots of money and got lots of gifts, which I try not to do every year. And Noah's favorite gifts were from the dollar store. Huh. <laughs> of Excellent. course. Every, of course. Like the two things from the dollar store. Glow sticks, and I can't even remember what the other thing was. Oh, oh no. uh, a styrofoam sword and shield. You know what? See if you can keep that up. It'll save you lots of money in the future. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, enough about us. Let's get to today's episode's topic. Uh, the topic is what's the deal with open houses? And uh, but before we delve too deep, it's Nicole's turn for the disclaimer. Yes, I've been excited to read this. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities that we represent. Wow. Thanks, Nicole. Awesome as usual. Yeah. Okay. Really great. <laughs> That's what I said last time. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, Cheryl, not to put you on the spot, but what's the deal with open houses? What do you mean, what's the deal with open houses? Would you like me to explain what open houses are, why we do them, how they work? What I like about them? You pretty much just <laughs> you covered just everything. Paper, yeah. So that's it for the podcast. <laughs> I have not read the paper yet, so I like to go off the cuff. No worries. Well, I'm going to ask you a few of those questions yeah. that you asked me, and uh, that's what we're really going to do. We're, um, we're going to answer a few questions um, that we often get about open houses. I'm actually really excited about this topic because we couldn't do open houses for a few years with COVID. Yes. And uh, I think we will all agree that we all kind of like to do open houses. Not every agent does. Love them. Yeah. I like, we all like talking to people. Exactly. So. And also it is our job to sell our clients home. And it's such a great opportunity when people come in and you can share all the great things about your client's home to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. And so this could be for new agents. This could be for um, chronic open housers. This could be for people that, uh, you know, if you want to get a look behind the proverbial velvet curtain 
velvet, velvet rope, rope. <laughs> which, which is it no the curtain behind the curtain but it's not a velvet curtain it's a velvet rope well it could same. be a velvet curtain it's behind the curtain the curtain could be any material <laughs> that the nonna makes not it sheer, out of yeah. because then no, it's that not would make any sense yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to pull back the curtain. Uh, and if you're yes. looking for the VIP, unclip the rope uh, on the stanchion. <laughs> no more velvet in any of them. Okay. And uh, we're going to um, also give you a little bit of history on the open house. Sound good? Sounds great. I love when you do the history. Okay, yeah, I'm a history buff, so shut up, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, history. Ladies, I don't know if you know this, but the open house has been around since the dawn of man. Actually, no. <laughs> or wait, wait. The house was open. Yeah, no, I meant um, before the internet. So sort of similar. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, um, and it used to be the first great look at a property. Um, we've sat down with some agents who've been, uh, you know, the Mike Clarks out there, been agents for 30, time. 40 years. And it was way before the internet. And so they used to have something called the book, which would arrive every uh, week, well, once a week. Do we know this for sure? Yes, because we spoke to someone, or I did anyway, at, uh, at our brokerage recently. And he was telling me about uh, how he couldn't really grasp tech. Back in the day, people would get excited to get the weekly book. Okay, a I've lot heard of, of the book. Yeah, you know, a lot of times there would just be Polaroids, believe it or not. And wow. so sometimes you might be able to borrow the Polaroids and, and take them to see, you know, with your client looking at a few different properties. But then that would kind of whet their appetite to actually want to go and maybe see the property yeah. in person. Yeah. And not just for people and clients, but agents would go to these open houses to kind of preview. It's a great way to, if you hold an open house, you can give it a lot of people in at the same time. The agent open house. That's correct. Are we going to talk about that? We are. Okay. We are going to talk about agent open house. We're going to talk about every kind of open house you can imagine. So there's not that many buckle up. There's, there's three or four actually. Yeah. Is there? Well, there's variation. Anyway, we'll get to it. Right. So, so big question that we do get, um, from both buyers and our sellers alike is, does it help to sell a property? Open houses? Yeah. Do you want me to answer that? Sure. I believe that it does. And I think you were saying it only takes one buyer that I always say that it only takes one person to fall in love with your house to purchase a home. And what if that person comes in through the open house. Exactly. <laughs> it's not supposed to be scary, by the way. No, we've we've actually found <laughs> buyers. The Halloween open house. Yeah. yeah. The I think there's been a few of our recent listings where the person who eventually bought he, he came through our open house. Myrtle, for example. Um, she came through a couple times. So Well, and people have this idea that someone coming through the open house are nosy neighbors or looky loos or somebody who isn't represented, but sometimes a realtor may not be available in the time frame that the house might sell, or they want to come back for a second or third look. And you, as the listing agent, can share more information that might help them fall even more in love with the property. And some people really like open houses. We get a lot of buyers from open houses. And what I've noticed is that if you get, even once they start working with a realtor, they like the idea of the mm -hmm. open house. They like the time, they like the process of it, them themselves going. Yes. So many of these buyers that we're then working with full time that we've met at an open house, still love to open house consistently yeah. over the weekend. And then when they see something they like, we go back with them for a second look. Yeah, so here's another question. Like what kind of um, people do come through an open house? I think that's a big long list. It, it is, and I've got a list here. Let's see if- uh... Okay. Realtors, he, all of us go through open houses when we're just curious Absolutely. about houses that- uh... In our own neighborhood, yeah. in areas that we might farm or we have other clients looking. Just heck, if we're walking around on a weekend, we're like, oh, let's go check it out. It's good to know as a realtor also, what inventory is out there. And also you get to meet the listing agents or realtors that might work in your area, which always helps with any kind of sale, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
Neighbors. No, nosy neighbors, yes. <laughs> That's like the next one. Yeah. Even we know from doing open houses and being neighbors. But yeah. uh, neighbors definitely because people are curious how their neighbors live, right? Yeah. And also what does a house look like staged and would I use this realtor in the future? Yeah. And uh, if I can just add buyers, buyers and more buyers. The, and the different kinds of buyers that you have out there, the people that are actively looking, maybe don't want to bug their realtor. Yes. So <laughs> yes, that's, we hear that. that's kind of a good one as well. If they're looking all over and across the city and if they don't know the neighborhoods yet, it's like, hey, why don't you go out and check this open house and while you're there, check out the neighborhood as well. So Yes. Um, so for sure. And we have like more motivated um, buyers that have gone and checked out tons of, of places. And then actually, once they've seen a property in an open house that they think they're really interested in, then they'll let us know. And then we'll go through a second time with them so we can give them an idea of what, what our take on the property is. I believe Nicole already said that. Yeah. Did she? <laughs> buyers' families. Buyers' families. Oh, parents of buyers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. They yeah. don't want inconvenience or their schedules are very difficult. I thought, though, when you said buyers, 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 if you can add, buyers is the given. You would think that open houses are for buyers. I think that the misconception might be that open houses are, open houses are not only for buyers. There are so many other levels of people that enjoy open houses and use that buyer's families being one example. Oh, that's true. We've had open houses or I've had open houses where people come in and we're always talking to people and they're like, I just, you know, like to get design tips from open houses, yeah. right? Yeah. Even because often they're staged in Toronto. Lucky lose. There's chronic open housers, people that just love to do it. And uh, Yes, yeah. I've heard actually stories because I have a young child of moms that are like, when I don't know what to do with my kid on the weekend between two and four, <laughs> open houses. Sometimes there's candy. We go, they're a little bit like quieter because they're in a strange space. I take the kids to open houses. That's hilarious. Yes. I'm like, please don't do that. I think that I'm a chronic open houser. You're an adult. Yeah, and you're also a realtor. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna, Fair, we're gonna guys. give Fair. it a pass. It, it makes sense for you. <laughs> I'm thinking, huh, yeah. I think I fall into that category. Um, another thing I want to touch on is there are some sellers that don't want to do it. Hmm. You know, we've met one yes. or two that they're adamant that they do not do an open house. And, you know, at the end of the day, we'll take our client's instruction, but we also have to give them advice. And usually it's our advice to, to do an open house if you can. Why do you think some sellers don't want to do open houses? Um, I've got a couple of reasons here. My, my stepmother, for example, was selling her house down in the States and she did not want to do not just an open house, but she did not want to have photos of her property. <laughs> Uh, on on the internet, and we had a good chat about that. Um, it's just privacy concerns yes. in many cases, yes. and, and sometimes it's it's warranted. Um, but I know that they don't want their neighbors coming to look yeah. through to see how they live, and so there are some people that are quite guarded. Um, you know, security concerns as well. Yep. Although yes. we always will advise or guide our clients take away anything in the house that is worth anything to you that you don't want taken even while listing on the market even mm -hmm. apart from open houses um and although there'll be a realtor and sometimes more than one realtor in the open house obviously people are moving in and out of rooms without supervision so uh there is that level of concern for some sellers <laughs> <laughs> you okay there's you almost Swallowed, choked <laughs> choked on my own saliva <laughs> that's so hot <laughs> uh, let's talk about the security aspect of it uh signing in there are some agents i know that are adamant that will be like 100 percent breathing down your neck unless you don't sign in immediately when coming in leaving a phone number an email and then there's others that are like yeah 
it's okay. We don't want you to sign in. We saw that recently with one on our own street with an agent locally. He was like, yeah, no problem at all. So um, we do ask. Did that person know you were a realtor when they didn't? Yes, but no, we, okay. we, we were sitting and chatting and I noticed that uh, somebody came through oh. while we were sitting chatting with them and he, and he didn't have them sign in. Uh, so it's kind of to each their own. I think that it's in the best interest that we do try to have them sign in. We get people that leave fake names all the time, but it's just a little bit of an added layer that we're at least, you know, looking out after our clients, the seller's best interests, and trying to keep their property secure. We were taught, I think, during uh, studying for our real estate exams that that was something that was important for security. So I think that a lot of realtors do it from that and then it has grown into other things. So lead generation and all of that as yeah. well. And we have realtors ask too, like, oh, because we do quite well with open houses. And people say like, well, how do you do so well? And I think one of the the basis points is make sure everybody signs in and people will say, but how do you do that? How do you get you people to sign in? Ask. We've never had a problem. <laughs> yes, it's a very normal thing. You're going into a someone else's space. No yeah. one ever in my life yet people have been like right now no no you can look first yeah. and then sign in i've never had someone say no we've had a ton of people say no yeah. have you oh yeah and what are you gonna do force them to kick them out they, you know it's in your own right to kick them out if you want to this is someone's private think, residence yes. however you and i just keep an extra eye on those yeah, people when yeah. they're refusing or they scribble something fake you're like just kind of not follow them into the room, but just keep an eye to make sure that they're not there for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah. I usually will say if one of you, because sometimes it'll be a big group, if one of you just yep. don't mind signing in real quick before, you know, I'll say real quick sometimes that'll get them to sign in at least at the beginning. And then with, you know, going back to lead generation and some agents do use the open house as a way to generate um, business. potential business. And so if you do get information from them on your sign-in sheet, it might be like, would it be okay if I reached out just so that you can solicit for business later? Uh, and there's some agents that do, a, that. that is one of their biggest parts of lead generation and getting new clients. For people that are not represented with a buyer agent that do come through an open house. Um, I wanna talk about this because we're talking hmm. about open houses. Our podcast is about open houses and why would this podcast be interesting to the person outside listening to our podcast? You know, what does it look like, you know, for us setting it up? Why do we do them, all of that? But people, I think, don't fully understand or maybe the layman doesn't fully understand that this is a way that realtors do generate business. Um, they do their lead gen by hosting open houses to collect those unrepresented buyers' names and to solicit for that business. And that's something we've had to explain to many of our clients when they're going through open houses that that realtor, whether they're the listing agent or somebody on the team or somebody in the brokerage, may be asking you to sign in because they do want to find out if you're working for somebody yeah, and, or working with And somebody. capture you as a potential yeah. client. So what we do is we give our buyer clients that's what you're talking about um yeah. our business cards so that yes. when they do go open housing they can pass that on to whoever's hosting the open house and to say oh th these are my agents and you know what then the people hosting the open house if it's the listing agent can actually follow up with us yes. to see if there's any interest from yes. our buyer clients and i didn't want to touch on the fact that for the general public if you're open housers you may realize that the person hoping hosting the open house is not always and sometimes not usually the actual listing agent it's another agent from their brokerage that is hosting the open house on behalf of the brokerage because you're still a client more or less of a brokerage um and uh so yeah and those people are usually there to to try to to potentially get new business um you just said our 
a client of the brokerage. I feel like that's going to be a topic that is in a different <laughs> podcast that we'll need to go deeper into because that just changed on December 1st. Yes, well, um, essentially the brokerage will still be providing services to yes, that person I don't, no matter I don't what. think we need to go into it right now because it's very complicated. Um, I was you're going, the one that mentioned it, sure. I know, but I just want to be clear in case there's a realtor out there who's going to call us out on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Something else that I don't know if you two would agree with this, it may be a good way, open houses may be a good way for the consumer to shop for their realtor. That's what I was going to say at oh. some point as I look. Yeah, but it is. It's a great way because we've met many clients through open houses yeah. and a lot of them have been through many open houses and then start I working like this with person. us. Yes. I don't like this person. You guys were wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah. a great way to shop for a realtor and spend time talking to someone, see how knowledgeable they are, see their portfolio, right? And if you're you know, looking to sell in the future, see what they've done with the property. Absolutely. It's a great way for you to showcase how you uh, deal with um, potential clients, customers and how you represent the property. Uh, some listing agents are kind of aloof. Yeah. If there's a hundred people in the open house, you get to see how this person deals with very stressful situations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've been in the weeds at open houses yeah. before where- Hi, <sighs> hi, hi, yeah. hi. Take off your shoes, don't touch that. Oh my God, is your kid running around? Did you no break chocolate? it? <laughs> oh, kids, I tell you. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so that's another little interesting thing as to how do we handle um, objections from sellers. Do they do they not want to have the open house? It's up to us to explain that we'll take care of security, um, do their best to pr preserve their privacy in many cases. But I think it's to their benefit if they do have an open house. I think the majority of sellers are okay with it. And especially if you outline the reasons why you think it's helpful, because we've had some clients in the past say, yeah, but my friend said it's only for nosy neighbors. And then we give the five examples of times where the buyer has come through the open house. And had we not had the open house, we may not have seen that buyer come through the property at all. So once you explain to them, you know, this is why we're doing it and they're on board, then what happens, John? Um, this is my next question is like, how and what do you do to prepare for an open house? Nicole? Do you, do you think, do we all do it the same? I think so. I think quite similarly, okay. but also maybe because and one of the things with us as a team, like we all started in the same, we all sort of learned together. So how do we do open houses? The way this, you know, we all sat in the same room, had someone teach us how to do open houses. And so we've all gone out and done it kind of the same since. Okay, but, so what do you do? You, Nicole, your wow. seller has an open house this Three weekend. days <laughs> before I get the heavy sign, not three days before, oh one day God. before, I pull the signs out and I put them everywhere in this office and I curse as the Windex and I try to scrub off the address from the last open house and I arduously write out the address, time, and date. Do you like open houses, young I lady? love open houses. <laughs> I hate, and if any realtors are listening to this, they'll agree, the signs. The signs are the bane of the open house. Yeah. For the that, that was, I was going to say for the female realtor, but not necessarily. But then the concept that now we're going to be dressed nicely and we're going to slog these big, very heavy. My signs are humongous. Well, well you did get okay. signs. Happens. Let's just talk about the fact that your signs are double the size of most I don't know houses. how that happened. <laughs> but now you're in high heels and you want to look nice. And, oh, it's probably summer. Maybe it's winter. I don't know. There are equal problems with each. And you're like slogging big, heavy signs into your car. Now they're going to come out of your car. Okay, yeah. so how do you prepare for your open house, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> then I go and I do shots because I'm so stressed out about, no, I don't. I don't do that. But, um, so we get the signs. <laughs> That's been briefly touched on now. I think that we also, I think the first thing you want to do is make sure your open house bag is prepared. Before you even do the signs. Well, I start with the signs. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. We have an open house bag with all of our sign-in sheets. We have some waters, some chocolates, as have already briefly been mentioned. Yeah. 
Um, and we don't always do chocolates. It depends on the open house. Fair right? enough. If pens. Pens. Pens to sign in. Sure. We like to set Cards. a mood. Cheryl Cook and I birds. will bring a, a speaker, play some light jazz and usually uh, a diffuser. Yeah, diffuser. Well, let's talk about smells. In the old days, some agents, yes. they used to, they said bake cookies. So they'd bake a, a, a batch of Toll House right before you are about to come on in. So the home is all welcoming, smells like freshly baked cookies, like a home should be. Imagine your family and kids running around. I need to buy this house right now and give me a cookie. Um, <laughs> diffusers, another thing. Um, but we also had people just at their listings do the plugins that just make me want to, I don't know, my nose okay, and eyes is, ache. Yeah, and generally itch. our listings <laughs> smell nice. Right, so. Right, right. so, no, but you can do that as you're preparing for an open house. Yep. Um, so, Basically, the preparation is to set a mood in the home so that people feel like they're welcome and that they could imagine themselves living there. Be prepared, so have all of the things that you would need when those people come through. So sign in sheets, signage outside, open house flag that we have. And also maybe know all of the houses for sale in the area, all of the recent sold. So when people start asking you about that information, Excellent you're prepared. Point, this is a two-tiered answer, that's right. If it's our listing, we generally know this information already. Mm -hmm. But if we are doing open houses for, let's say someone else's listing, mm -hmm. a lot more preparation goes into it, knowing all these things, like you said, what school catchment is it? Where's the mm -hmm. local grocery store? Well, for your, um, for your basic general public person, if you're listening and you walk into an open house and you ask the person that's hosting the open house about some things like schools or what some of the other recent sales are, or can you tell me how old the furnace is and the person doesn't know, then, you know, it's a reflection upon that listing agent or the listing agent, whoever they've chosen to, to host the open house. You're there to provide a service for the seller first and foremost, which is to be able to give information about how to sell the property. So we also, when we've had our people host open houses for our listings and we've not hosted them, Cheryl's been amazing at providing them with all kinds of great information that'll help them sell the home. And actually, even if it are, is our listing, sort of doing like the crash course on those facts that might not be top of mind, uh, one of the top questions that we get from people going through an open house, and I think it's just to be nice and conversational, and it's a lovely question, uh, consistently, what year was this house built? Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like, uh, so that's, that's not always top of mind for me. I have to ask Cheryl beforehand, what, when was this house born again? <laughs> so that I, uh, I remember, but. Uh, the mother gave birth to the home in 1907. You mean you don't just go into Geo Warehouse and look at land registry? No, she uses Cheryl. Okay. No, I say yeah. Cheryl, when there was the house born? And Cheryl's, Cheryl gets annoyed that, that you two don't rely on me for information. Yeah. Cheryl is not an encyclopedia. She kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all your lights on, you know, oh, yeah. toilet that's actually, seats down, <laughs> but when, that's also for photos. But for real, like Same. when we walk in, so let's pretend we've got our bag, our open house bag. We've got our open house signs. We've gone probably about a half an hour before open house opens to make sure that all lights are on, all scents are on, all music is on, all curtains are open. All There's nothing weird going on in there. We're presenting. Right? Like this is a presentation. So, yeah. and we are the hosts of this presentation and we want this house to be in the best possible state that it can be. Um, make sure the please remove your shoes sign is up, all of that sort of thing. Things that should be done for showings as well. However, if you haven't been there between showings, you know, someone might kick the sign over, turn a light off, use the toilet. Yeah. Or someone's living there. Maybe they don't yeah. make the bed quite the way you prefer. Sure. Or <laughs> the way you prefer. I feel like this is just like an anal Cheryl thing. Like, no, the pillow must be topped this way. <laughs> Maybe. 
She's just a perfectionist, our Cheryl. OCD, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> just making sure that the house is show-worthy. I have a story, but I don't yes. know whether it's appropriate. Okay. No. Well, I'm Tell- gonna, well, let's come back to that because a little later, uh, I've got some questions about strange things and odd stories and all that. So. And if it isn't appropriate enough, Nicole, just John edit will out. just edit it out. That's right. If it's, <laughs> John edits if it's me out. too off the wall. <laughs> If Nicole is no longer in this video, <laughs> we've edited her out. She's so inappropriate. You have balloons here, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because when we were first uh, realtors, yes. um, we had an expert open houser. Um, she loved to have her balloons. She wanted three balloons on every single open house sign. Uh, and, you know. Touches your attention it does. on the street, yeah. for sure. And we used to do that. but We still got, have some unblown <laughs> up balloons we in do, our open but, house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would. I actually remember... Uh, doing open houses and getting the helium balloons. No. Okay. So having that being part of the preparation. Money. It's <laughs> a lot. And I will say that when you are first starting out as a realtor, which is now quite a few years ago for us, you are trying not to spend money, right? So yeah, we used our own breath to blow up those balloons. All right, I want to pop back really quickly back to the open house signs. There are some agents out there that uh, that's their form of lead generation. They don't even have open houses and they're putting open house signs they in all kinds. Open houses? One time I was in the beach and it's an agent that we know <laughs> and I followed a loop. Just the signs were just in a loop. Like the air was like this way, this way. And yes, we put the address on it, but when you're driving and it's small, sometimes you can't see. And and, and so I just drove around the block like four times being like, where is it? And I finally got out in front of one of the signs to look and it said next week, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, you've it's, got to be it, kidding me. It drives me. us nuts because we actually follow the rules. You're not really supposed to have them We're out until followers. when your open house is actually happening. We know people that put them out uh, overnight and leave and them out. You're not supposed to buy laws. Yeah. So, and it's just, it's annoying. And then you also have uh, some of the discount brokerages um, that just have their signs out all the time. You oh. said it's annoying, but also <laughs> it's against sold. the rules. It's, it, it's it against the off, bylaws, and if it pisses off we're the general in trouble, yeah, it pisses off the yes. general public. You and know? if yes. we get in trouble, there are some municipalities that now don't allow open house exactly. signs, and that's what we're trying to avoid. So please, if you're a realtor listening to this and you put out your signs for extended periods of time above and beyond what the bylaw allows, please don't, because we want to continue to be able to put out our open house signs. And, and be able to do that. Exactly. And I'm going to come full circle around to my other comment too about how stressful it is when you have the heels on and you're lugging the signs in and out of the car. Part of the reason I find it stressful, motorists, is that I feel bad pulling over and putting my blinkers on and doing this. Yeah. So please just take mercy on it. Take pity. You like, see a pretty girl in heels. We're trying to get them off sign. the street because it is an irritation to pedestrians. Please don't. I've had people like honk at me and I'm sorry that I'm irritated. No matter what you do, you're you're ruffling someone's feathers. So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm screwed if you do, screwed if you don't. I'm sorry. I'm so this is sorry. how Canadians say sorry. I'm sorry. Nicole's very Canadian. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. Um, also, to the pedestrian thing, pedestrians sometimes get mad at realtors for whatever reason and kick their signs over. Yeah, we've, we've had, had a couple the road kicked, and run over. smashed. Yeah. yeah. We had thrown, one of, we've seen some thrown into bushes. Yeah, yeah. We had one of ours snapped in too. That was in Parkdale. Our sign got. <laughs> I didn't know if we were. Our sign talk. got Parkdale. Our sign got Parkdale. Yeah. Uh, right. Next, we're going to talk about uh, events because I know there's some agents that go all out. Did you drop your pen, Cheryl? Yes, on my knees. Okay. I like your antlers, by the way. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Put those on if you want. Dude, when did you put them on? We've like been wearing them the whole time. time. No. Go ahead. Um. So let's talk about events. For for example, if it's the holidays, because uh, we're recording this shortly after Christmas, the ladies do have their antlers on. Um, you could do you could ears. do some time uh, some type of holiday theme. I would you know? wear these antlers. 
Exactly. Uh, on Halloween, you can even get dressed up. But when I talk about events, there are people that... <laughs> There are people that will have like a popcorn machine or a, a food truck or ice cream, ice truck. cream truck just to try to do something that will set their property apart to entice more people in to make it look like this agent, especially if they're a, like a neighborhood yes. um, driven, agent. driven agent just to show anyone else looking to potentially sell their home. Look at what I do for my sellers. Yes, um, And it also, you know, if you're trying to generate excitement around that listing, sure. uh, it's a way to hopefully do it at least in the neighborhood. And a lot of times you have sponsorship, but yes, a mortgage broker or a nearby company might help to take on some of that um, outlay by sponsoring yeah. and then they get some attention as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, we've seen, there's a couple agents that we know um, that will put out like a full red carpet. Yeah, you know, which is great. It's kind of fun just to make people feel special, like make the home seem like it's a huge big premiere. Wine Especially and a cheese. high-end, high-end property. Yes, wine and cheese. There's lots of realtors who do this actually, do wine and cheese um, open houses on like a Thursday or Friday night, generally just for neighbors. Yeah. But it is great, I think. And the whole red carpet vibe does make you feel a little bit special. Mm -hmm. And especially for a high-end property, like yeah, you just said, like, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. If, if it's a, if it's a, a tear down, you're probably not going to bother <laughs> no, doing that. No, no I, he wouldn't. <laughs> no. Exactly. Well, maybe you will. Who knows? You don't do the Prosecco. You do like shots of Jamie. <laughs> um, Wild turkey, actually. Clowns. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a clown in an open house, John. So I don't know why you wrote down clowns. I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> maybe circus, we should, maybe I could get dressed up. They could be doing balloons out front for the kids that That's are going right. to run around okay. my open house with their okay. chocolate fingers. So if there's any listeners out there who have ever seen a clown at an open house, Please contact us and let us know. Pony if rides. If that's actually happened, <laughs> pony rides. Like walking in the circle. Yeah, when they do in the circle. If you would like to see me dress up like a clown, please yes. email us at jnc yes. at jnctoronto.com. I kind of would now. I know. I'm going to be the first person to email you. Like, do we have a really fun listing coming up where John could be a clown? Let's just dress him up as a clown at any listing what, from now you, on. Do you saying I amuse you? Is that why I'm here? What am I, a clown? Yes. No comment. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the um, not just Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. You talked about wine and cheese. Uh, yep. Could be an, an evening open house that maybe isn't advertised on the MLS. Mm. Um, well, if you, could, you could advertise on the MLS, wine and cheese and this and that, but, you know, be prepared to... <laughs> you got to be careful with that, though, as well. I was well, just yeah. going to say, for don't, serving. I don't put wine and cheese. No, no you would never want no. to. But you could you could do something um, just for neighbors. Are or, we technically supposed to be giving alcohol? If it's for free, yes. You just can't sell oh, it, that's... right? You can invite okay. neighbors over to do it, that's absolutely. But then also being smart or certified, you yes. should actually be asking people's ages. Um, Which is why we have them sign in. And we, of yes. course, have... Of course we ask them what and also, I am yes, smart. I would never. I am smart sir, certified. Thank Just gosh. wanted to let everyone know. And you're smart. Hold on. So in... <laughs> I wanted to give the perfect world scenario. If a uh, seller was on board, it was a good house to do this, good neighborhood to do this, uh, time worked, and we knew we would get some back and forth of this. The perfect, I think, schedule, say if you have a week-long marketing period, so holding offers, ah. so you want to get this house in front of as many people as possible in that seven days, MLS is always going to be the best way because people shop online and the people that have realtors, those will be in the search. But you'll want to do a Thursday day agent's open house where you might have some food. You entice agents to come check it out who might have clients, but also put that on 
the MLS, put that on realtor.ca so you get people coming through that maybe don't have time in the evenings. Yeah, or aren't available on the weekend. Yes. Friday, neighborhood, maybe a wine and cheese or something special to have all the neighbors come through because usually if neighbors like living in the area, they're going to want their friends and family to also live in the area. Yes, I was just about to say that. Maybe they're not looking, but they've got friends, family that are looking. And And if I could just add, having the neighbors come by the night before kind of leaves it so that they're not taking your time away when it's actual the buyers on the weekend. That's a possibility. Yes. And from the perspective of lead generation, it's also a way to show what you do for a listing, right? Yes. So to have neighbors through, neighbors can ask you questions and all of that sort yep. of thing. Um, and then yes, the Saturday and, Saturday and Sunday. Some people will do longer than two hours. Some people will do one to three or 12 to two. We do one to three. Depending on the market. We've seen one, didn't we see one? It was like a six 12, hour long house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just here, yeah, because they're trying, they're throwing all the spaghetti at the wall because it's been hard to get people into houses lately. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But whatever it might be, you want to at least do two hours. Two to four is the most popular time on Saturday and Sunday. And even if you as a listing agent cannot work those hours, have somebody who is well-versed in the house do those open houses for you because it is that extra level of getting it, having the opportunity to get in front of many as many people as possible. Right. Yes. For that, sure. That's my perfect world open house schedule. I, I would be on board for that. As a matter of fact, I am on board with that. Are because you on that's, board that's pretty that much what we do, I'm Cheryl. Sure you have so. a choice. Do you remember <laughs> when we had the three open houses in one weekend? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to put one open house was 12 to 2, one was 1 to 3, one was 2 to 4, and we yeah. were constantly flopping to each other's open Just houses. Just a few short months ago. This is what happens when you have three listings uh, really coming out day after day after day in the same week. That so. all have open houses on Thankfully, the Thankfully, there's three of us, and we were able yeah. to kind of pivot having one person at each of the open houses at all times and then uh, we finished up with all three of us at the end so um that was interesting and that was busy um we, those were busy open they houses. were very busy even for what was supposed to be considered a bit of a down market it just goes to show and i think on uh, myrtle especially uh we did have the the parents come through the, of the eventual buyers on on one day uh the the actual the couple who bought it the other day so it happens quite often cheryl and i have picked up um both clients, uh, not necessarily to buy the properties that we are listening in, but also the buyers who have eventually purchased have come through the open house on many occasions. So from our experience, definitely worthwhile to do. All right, let's move on to uh, strange things to happen at open houses. Well, first of all, not necessarily strange. Let's talk about, we've all had these open houses where like literally nobody comes through. It's a, it's a property that's been on the market for a very long time. Yes. It's a bit of a down market. Uh, what do you do, uh, Nicole? Twitter? When nobody's coming through? Twitter? You know what, if we, because we're usually doing two days, we're always optimistic. So first day, I'm always like, yes, it's going to be so great. Like people are coming through. It can be a bit of a bummer. I literally just like sit there, wander around the house. Maybe I clean a little bit. I do have a single tear that comes yeah. down. The next day I bring my computer and I work. Work. I'll spot my phone. Yeah, we've, we've worked some holidays where we've ended up just sitting at a yeah. table working. Yeah. I uh, said to uh, another realtor the other day, I said, I always make sure I have music. And they're like, well, of course, you'd have music to set the mood. I'm like, of course, you'd have music to set the mood. But if I know no one's coming, I'm really making sure that I've got maybe a different kind of music. Like, I'm like entertaining myself in there. Yeah. What kind of music do you listen to when you're entertaining yourself and you're not worried about people coming in and judging you? I just you? don't listen to the French jazz. No, you listen to Taylor Swift, don't you? I probably do. And then, yeah. and then not single <laughs> tear. I'm sitting they're like crying like oh my god that's well why are you crying ma'am 
Because there's, there's nobody in my open house. Oh, wait. And it's also the music. That it reminds me, actually, there's there's two kind of funny accounts if uh, you're a realtor or if you like real estate. Um, the broke agent and actually agents, they have just a ton of memes about open housing. And it usually has to do with uh, the agents being either extremely hungover, showing up late. Um, <laughs> or signs. It's yeah, very Or working on signs. So uh, a lot of times he'll... <laughs> get a good chuckle out of those um we've had this a couple times strange not strange things to happen but we've had this a couple times when people come through and it's chock-a-block it's very busy and you have someone coming through and just disparaging the shit out of the house oh you know it's not great excuse my french I gonna, I say i'll bleep beep. that out i will <laughs> beep. you know uh, Sorry, it's, it's not it's kind of not cool Right. Um, but it does happen sometimes. Yeah. And, and what do you do? People are just speaking their mind. Yeah. I don't think you can do anything. No. You just hope that you don't have those types of people. Yeah. Right. And there might yeah. be, we've had it where somebody has been disparaging. So say it's somebody that's come off the street. We don't know who they are. They're being disparaging and somebody else is in the house who sticks up for the house yeah. in some way. And you try not to get involved. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you feel that way. But then I, you see this interaction of somebody who likes the house and somebody who doesn't going at it. I'm trying to think if I've had that or what you would do. And I think I've had it one time and you sort of try to like draw the, I tried to draw the person to the corner like, oh, really? You have negative things? Why don't you come over here in this we'll corner and tell it. me about it quietly yeah. over here? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard because it, you can't control people. No, and we've had some weird, weird people walk into the open houses, and sometimes you know you just uh, keep a, an eye on them from the corner of your eye. Hopefully, they don't steal or break anything. We've been fortunate that we haven't had anything stolen or broken, knock and we've done wood. we've done hundreds. Knocking on wood. Well, especially right if your spidey senses, I do follow yes. them a lot more. Yeah, you can... and it's tough as a single agent if it's a busy open house though, or a big so. house. Yeah, but or a big I house. think big houses generally we we always do our open houses together. Yes. If we can. Yeah. Um, so there's always two of us and we usually will go on different floors if something like that is happening. Yeah. Um, but you should maybe consider asking us to do an open house with you once in a while. Yeah. Just kidding. You do. <laughs> <laughs> we We've done some together. Yeah. Sometimes uh, we need three people, right? Especially yeah. if we're doing a duplex or a triplex property where yeah. there's yeah. separate, very fire separated units. Yeah. 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 All these have doors are closed. With a condo as well. Uh, here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Some condo corporations and, and property management uh, and boards will force you to have multiple people there. One person to give people access and stay down at the front door and yes. then another person up in the unit. Yeah. So and that's just for, for security, which makes sense. Uh, I think also if we can go back to my perfect schedule of an open house and just us <laughs> talking about how two people are needed and that sometimes nobody shows up, sometimes the house doesn't sell, all of these things just goes back to the whole thing that being a realtor isn't easy and it no, is no. time consuming. And we do have a lot of boxes to check depending on who our buyer or seller or house or property is. And, um, and yeah. If, and if I'm going to take it way back to the reality show episode we did, no one's doing body shots in our open houses. <laughs> You're not going to see us in True like story. dresses True that story. aren't dresses, just kind of like pieces of fabric that cover the stripper gear, the particular oh. parts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, we're, we're we're a little classier than that. I'd like to think anyway. You don't want to see me in stripper we're, gear anyway. <laughs> I was just saying, Nicole and I are classier than oh, that. Yeah. I can't. You're going to be a clown, so yeah. I don't. A sexy clown. <laughs> <laughs> you you have here funniest questions you've had and funniest things yeah, happen. Weird questions. I you know what I this is terrible. It's putting me on the spot and maybe why I should have prepared for this. I don't have any things that come to mind. Usually when we start talking, I have things that come to mind. Yeah. So I we had been thinking about this earlier and same thing. I mean we've been we've had some pretty seamless open houses. 
Thank God you talked about the speaker. I think one of the funniest things that I've had to happen, and especially when you're new, funnier things happen when you're new because you're stressed out. It's funnier because you're so much more. Oh, so it's new. Yeah. It's new. You're on edge, right? <laughs> but I remember once. Uh, sorry, are we doing the stories now? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell us. Let's no, I, leave. No, I'm sorry. It's not that hard. <laughs> Be quiet. <clears throat> the speaker. So you have the speaker. You have it playing your music. Obviously, it's doing the. I don't know the tech words now, but the music is going to the speaker from the phone. Bluetooth. Thank you. Come on, Nicole, be better. Nicole's uh, a millennial who's actually a... So it's coming from your phone. If someone calls you on your phone and you answer your phone, now the conversation on the Bluetooth <laughs> oh, yeah, speaker. yeah, that is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Uh, You're like, hang or, on, yeah, hang, hang on. on. Or when you are on Instagram. <laughs> what oh, are you yeah. doing on your phone, John? Nothing. <laughs> Playing then, a video. And then whatever video on Weird Instagram is coming on the speaker. And people yeah. are like, what is going on? Thankfully, it's like usually G-rated. I can imagine there's been some agents <laughs> that have done But it calls things. you out at the very uh, least. Yeah, it does. Like, you on yeah. your phone. You're not like answering a text message. You're actually yeah. on social media. <laughs> you know what? This would be a good time for any agents out there. If you have a really crazy open house story, email it to yeah. us, jnc at jnctoronto.com, and we'll uh, we'll cover it in like an, an outtakes or, or an up upcoming episode when we uh, we turn it over to our listeners. So that's um, kind of a fun yeah. idea. I was listening to another podcast, and they sort of like read things that people send in. Yeah, and sometimes like uh, people have had more dramatic uh, stories than us. That's for sure. For it's sure. like wow. You know, I'm just gonna talk about horror stories uh, or put out put it out there on one of the. Facebook groups with had like 30,000 members because there's a lot of us out there. They're very active. Maybe we'll get some good questions to be able I've to. I've read some horror stories on some of the Facebook real estate groups that we belong to, but they, they're they never like funny, ha ha ha. And they're all like, hopefully that never happens to me. Sort of like, you know, abuse or yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff or, or stealing things or right. whatnot. Yeah, we were talking with someone the other day uh, about like craziest things that ever happened when they were on a showing, not an open house, but... Yeah, we've we've heard a couple recently yeah. that are. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if we're looking for stories, yeah. I can reach for one here. It's a, sort of an open house story. Way back in the beginning, before I was a realtor, I was a realtor's assistant. Okay. Thank God it wasn't my day. We had multiple open houses, but we had someone prepping a Parkdale listing, and uh, so they went and they prepped it. And house is staged. There's there's no one there. People are not home. So we get a call, and uh, they're like, "No, I guess the owners came back. Like they're they're sleeping in the bed. They're not here. And the open house is starting, and they're not here." And we were like, "No, no, they're they're quite out of town. Call <sighs> call the police." Yeah. So wow. a homeless person had broken up. We're there. See, good thing we go and set up for our open houses. Check, make sure everything is okay. What might not be okay? Someone had broken in, and a homeless person was sleeping in the bed wow. of the house. Open house canceled. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Because you have to call the police yeah, to come and yeah, get them out, and you know you're only there 45 yeah. minutes before. Cancel due to breaking and squatting. So, but would you cancel it? I would stand at the front door and tell people we can't let anyone in. <laughs> like well, we've during sold the out. first, time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, during the time when yeah. it was actually supposed to be held open, yeah. you can yeah. say I'm sorry, but uh, if you want to get in to see it at another time, we can book a showing for you. Yeah. <laughs> this. Um, it, that was a good story. That was a good and story. I've, I feel like you've told us that one yes. before. Yeah. But I, the strange things to happen, I would have expected this to be the most interesting part of our podcast. And I feel like we've come up short, kids. We're boring. I know. That's why I was reaching for I a know. good, like... Well, here's one. We've had people literally destroy a bathroom. <laughs> Not in a good way during our open houses. Have you had that happen? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it you? What? Well, <laughs> that's kind of a given. Uh, other, other than Call myself. Them. 
Netflix. <laughs> we do get a lot of people asking, is it okay if we use the washroom? And of course, you know, there's people that are driving around with kids or show, like yeah. doing multiple yes. open houses. I very much like yeah. going to the washroom in a sanitary environment. Some, is a, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of listings that just don't have toilet paper. And that's one way to stop people from... No, but it's then, not. Ugh. It's one way to cause a mess. <laughs> yeah, Wasn't story. there a city? I remember, but it was, so this is once again, not super open housey, but... What, we had a listing and someone had done what you are saying in the toilet and then left. And then John was there and had to clean it. And there wasn't toilet paper. I think so. I can't yeah. remember what you used though. No, I've, I've, yeah. Was it, it your then hand? Then it wasn't our listing. No, it's just probably... my, my sock probably. No, then it wasn't our listing because we would have had, I always make sure we have toilet paper in our listings. I do remember something like that happening. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't want to be specific. Um, okay, before we kind of wrap no, I <laughs> on, on that high note, uh, let's talk about like wrapping up. Um, so do we, do we like them going back to, I think we all kind of enjoy doing Love them. them. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of agents that don't at all and they won't do their own open houses. Feel so. free to call us. Exactly. We will do our open Part, houses for you. Partly because open houses are time consuming yep. and take away your weekends. Yep. And even though they're only two hours, there's prep that goes before Oh, they're right in the middle of the day. It's and like, then if you have to follow up with people or call agents afterwards, yeah. it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a yes. lot of work sometimes it's a whole for day. nothing. It's yes. a whole day. It is pretty So that's much. why I think some agents don't like it because of that, mm -hmm. especially since we work long hours during the week as well, right? Yeah. So some yeah, people exactly. have children and want to spend time yeah. with their kids instead of doing open houses. But I do think that if you were to ask, say, 100 agents, there'd be a larger amount that say, I don't like them or I don't want to do them if I don't have to versus yes. And all three of us, I would say, yes. I almost feel like in our community, it's considered like a rite of passage. Like at a certain point, you're like, oh, I don't do my open houses anymore. Whereas I don't feel like we would ever be that way. No. We'd be like, give no, me, I, give yeah. me more. I yeah. want to make sure that... Give me. Well, I'm sure it's done right for our seller client, yes. but also it's it's an opportunity to uh, to potentially um, meet some new great buyer clients if they're not represented. Great people. new people. <laughs> it, it, it reminds yeah. us a lot of our previous job when we used to do um, uh, selling yes. art on cruise ships. And it, doing an open house is very much like doing your uh, first night at, in the gallery. Just to, you, you've got, it's, it's a similar, it's a similar sales cycle and getting leads, but it was a much shorter sales cycle on the ship. It was only seven days. And so you're, it's your opportunity to meet people, see what they're interested in. If in fact they're interested in buying the works of art, follow up with them, answer any questions that they have. And then by the end of the cruise, see what they might like to, to purchase. It's, it was a similar vibe when we were doing our open houses and uh, we did open houses for gosh almost every single weekend for the first few years that we were agents <laughs> i want to say a fun story uh you were you were talking about the fact that we used to do a lot of open houses so all these agents who didn't want to do their open houses john and i would put our hand up we'll do them so we did do open houses and it felt like every weekend for <laughs> years. years yeah um we did one down the street from where we now live oh yeah I remember and that. uh john met our neighbor like our actual next door neighbor who we share a house, like we're in a semi-detached yeah. with. And he had an interesting conversation about the history of the area with yeah. him. And that's how he remembered him. So we met him again years later when we sold this house, when we bought this house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, I think that we met and had this conversation. So fun story. Of yeah, that was great. you meet at an open yeah. house. And we used to go all out because of our experience with video production and everything like that. When we were brand new, brand new agents, we would agree to do videos for the open house, promoting it. I do like after effects, like uh, graphics and, and uh, sponsored ads. Listing videos yeah. were born. 
Yeah, so so we, we absolutely enjoy doing it and we'll continue to do it. Um, Can I, this is a point, nothing about whether or not we like open houses, but we're talking about like, do it, do it, do it. There are occasions and properties where it doesn't make sense or isn't needed. Yes. Yeah. Or you can't, some condos won't allow it. All right, so let's just do some, some quick takeaways going from the very beginning. Um, should you do it? We think so. Um, does on it help? Occasions. Yeah, on most occasions. Does it help to sell a property? It can. It can. It doesn't hurt. Yes. Yes. It's a no right? stone unturned Absolutely. thought process. You know, and uh, if it means you might get that one extra offer in a hot market instead of four offers, you have five. I think that that can be, you know, beneficial. So you never know. You or never know. if it's a struggling market and that buyer just happens to come through and fall in love with the property, you never know. Absolutely. So I said no stone unturned. We say this all the time that yeah. when we are selling a property, we leave no stone unturned. And this is just another stone that we'd like to turn. You got it. And for those new agents that maybe are listening right now, I think it's a, a fantastic opportunity for you to get to know more about houses, uh, speak to some buyers, speak to some other agents, um, and potentially pick up some new clients. So yeah, take the pressure yeah. off too, especially if you're uh, nervous about talking to people. Yeah. It's a learning opportunity for sure. Yeah. And, you know, you can have fun with it too. If you've got a, a sort of premier higher end listing, <laughs> you can, you can do some events. You can partner up with uh, some of your preferred partners, home inspectors, mortgage brokers, uh, local businesses. So there's really a lot of different things that you can do just to be creative and mix it up. We should do that. Now you're giving me envy that we haven't done like in the farm, uh, ice cream truck. Or, yeah. Uh, well, we will. Yeah, when we when we go we? when we go and door knock this uh, winter, <laughs> uh, for some of our spring listings, we're going to partner up with someone local. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, let's do something. I want nothing to do with <laughs> organizing this. You two, just so you know, it's on it's you. A little bit of yeah. a hot dog, anyway. Hot dogs. Oh jeez. Yeah, veggie dogs. Right. Hot as dogs. soon as you were out, I was like, "Hey, John, what are we going to do? <laughs> hot dogs." Salt <laughs> Let's see. And you know what I think that oh, takeaway for me is that uh, the open house is part of our full comprehensive marketing plan to get a property yeah. sold. Yes. And Cheryl told you our perfect schedule in an ideal world to maximize the number of open houses and, and when. And, uh, and yeah, for those that are out currently shopping um, for a property, open houses. Or are, a realtor. Or a realtor. It's a great way to look at both properties and uh, and meet some some great agents. Or, or meet some agents you can get an idea of what they're going to be like if you were to want to work I with them. I love having conversations with other agents. I like when other agents come in and ask questions. And I enjoy the, the agent open houses, I think, are fantastic yeah. for us to get to know um, the inventory and to get to know the other agents that are in our neighborhoods because they are colleagues. They're not yeah. our competitors. No, and they have great feedback sometimes on mm -hmm. the listing that you can... That's it. And anything to add before we wrap it up? I love you guys. Oh, we yeah, love you too, <laughs> And you know, we can't wrap up a podcast without uh, doing a support local. Um, and this episode, our support local featured business is Second Voyage Vintage. Um, they're located in the heart of Riverside in Toronto at 734 Queen Street East. It's just across the street from the Opera House and a few doors down on the other side of Broadview from the Broadview Hotel. Cheryl and I went to an event, a holiday event for the Riverside BIA, who we work quite closely with. And we had a chance to meet some new owners of businesses uh, in the BIA. We met Kyle. Uh, it, he was great, you know, and, and looking at their place, uh, he takes pride in curating a wide range of unique housewares and clothing with modern appeal. If you go and check out their website, which is secondvoyage.ca or their Instagram and Facebook at Second Voyage Vintage, um, you'll see it. it almost looks like a boutique shop that's not necessarily even upcycled, vintage. Uh, and I think with 
vintage stores. It's all about who is curating it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he does a great job. I agree. May I ask how long it's been there? Do we know? <laughs> it's fine if we don't. It's new. Well, like I, that, I, I just cut this part out. <laughs> it was built in 1907. So you're always calling me out, like my <laughs> uh. lasers from his eyes. <laughs> uh, so go and check out Second Voyage. They've been there for a while. I know that uh, they moved to their new location in September. Oh, so you know of quite a bit. I, I do, but that's their new location. I'm not sure oh, how fair long. Enough, but how long have they been there? Yes. Since September. That's a gr good to know. Because sometimes people would be like, oh, I was just by there. Did I walk by? What, did I go in there? That no, I've been there since about September. That was awesome. Of 2023. I'm going to look to see how long their Instagram's been around. Oh, nice. That's a good way to figure things out. Yeah, I might be here a while. <laughs> right. Well, Cheryl's going to do that. I'm going to sign us all off on behalf of all of us, JNC Toronto Group uh, and therealestatepodcast.ca. Uh, make sure you check us out. Uh, our previous episodes are there. We're going to be doing a lot more content here in the new year. Uh, we look forward to connecting and uh, keep listening. Thanks, folks. Bye. Thank you. You have been listening to therealestatepodcast.ca. Visit our website for more episodes and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at JNC Toronto Group. 